All right, bartender journey episode number three. Shazam! What do you think, Vano? I, I'm, I'm impressed, man. This is uh, it's a good thing. Feels yeah, good. Uh, absolutely. Getting yeah. it out there. Grassroots movement revolutionizing the uh, inner game of bartending. That's it. So uh, I just want to mention. Well, we'll talk about uh, contact information right off the bat here. You can reach me at barkeep tips at Twitter. Or Gmail, vince.bartender.com. All right, folks, it's Vano. You can reach me at Twitter, Vance Vano, capital V-A-N-C-E, capital V-A-N-O. And you can also reach me through email at bartender2222 at gmail.com. So we'd love to hear from you. If you got something to say, something to add, some tips for us, uh, either bartending tips or podcast tips. Maybe we need some of those. You can... Of course, write us uh, either way or even send us audio files if you like. Record something, email that to me, and uh, we'll, we'll insert it right into this podcast. So, uh, yeah, we'd like to hear your your thoughts on bartending and what, what your experiences are. So, please. Oh, I also want to mention the nightclub and bar show that John Taffer runs is coming up in March. And uh, I'll be going to that and doing my little reports on location reports that we'll we'll put out on future podcasts so that's that's really exciting we were talking about on the first episode i'm taking a class how to make more money behind the bar speed bartending I was, i'm psyched for that one that's, that's cool. really cool <laughs> like we were saying we're always learning we've been bartending a long time but we're always learning there's more to learn always and yep. that that's what this is about constant it's, and never-ending improvement yeah that's what this well this is t- sort of about two things it's about people that want to become bartenders don't know quite how to go about it or it's for people that already are bartenders and want to get better at it and and learn more about it so what do we got to talk about today? well you know let's go back i just want to cover the first show we did we talked about the drinks and you know how we broke the drinks down you know the simple drinks the style drinks and uh multiple liquor drinks high-end drinks and the uh, original gangster drinks and i just want to touch on this um you really have to take these drinks, write them on note cards, write the ingredients, write, write the ounces of alcohol and fruit juice or milk and, and commit them to memory. You should carry them with you, study them. Like the bartending schools, a lot of them, what they do is they teach acronyms to memorize the drinks. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you could just take any drink and you make up your own code. Like uh, we'll take a kamikaze. The way I remember a kamikaze is a vicious landing territory, and which really means vodka, lime juice, triple sec. And you know, you put the count, you put like a, um, a six counts of vodka, two counts of triple sec, f- filled with lime juice. And uh, that's, that's how I remember you garnish with a lime, and that's how I remember to drink. And you could do that with all the drinks, and you can create your own acronyms. However, you're going to remember it, that's what you want to do with the note cards. And I can't yeah, stress this that. enough. You got to study your drinks. You have to know them because yeah. that's what's going to give you an edge. Mm-hmm. Committing these drinks to memory, carry them with you on your lunch break before you go to bed, whatever. You commit them to memory to where you can just rattle them out, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I never did the acronym thing, but uh, that's cool if it works for you. It works for me. Yeah, no, it's excellent. It's it's a great way to learn uh, if you've never done it. And then uh, so you brought up counting. Our experienced bartenders listening already know what we're talking about. But for those just getting started, uh, what you do is you have you have that pourer on your bottle. I'm sure you've seen it at a bar. You turn that bottle straight up and down or upside down, and uh, you count. So it's depending on i mean really the establishment like, uh, an ounce what would you say an ounce would be an ounce is four count an ounce so and a half six but it's also how fast do you count and now how much are you supposed to put in there really the establishment should 
set that standard. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But then it's up to you. So uh, responsibly, yeah, you want to be responsible, but you want to make tips too. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's a fine line. And sometimes, well, your trick of putting your uh, thumb over the air hole to uh, to slow it down a little, so it looks like you're pouring more. That's uh, <laughs> I never do dep- that. <laughs> depend- well, depending if if you're working an open bar party and people are getting drunk, Johnny Jerkoffs coming. You, sometimes you got to do that. Normally, what you do, you you put your liquor in first, and then your mixer. Oh, you just pour it your so, back turn. And yeah. you don't even they look at your back and they look, you're not pouring Yeah, anything. you could do that. But I, I hate when people make my drink that way. I can't stand it. Anyway, when I got somebody who is not quite ready to be cut off yet, but is getting there, I'll pour it real weak in the bottom and then just put a splash at the top. So that first sip that they take yeah. will have, if they use the straw, there's there's some at the bottom. If they take, if they don't use the straw, there's some at the top. And even if they do use the straw, they're going to put their face close enough in that glass so they're going to smell it, the, the kind of float of liquor at the top you know what i mean so you know they're gonna get that sensation that it's stronger than it is yeah and, and you talk about cutting off and um, we do joking around responsible drinking that is definitely going to be for an upcoming podcast because yeah. that's level seven of bartending <laughs> <laughs> when you reach that i mean so yeah, let's make it fun uh, for now yeah <laughs> because yeah, that's the not so fun part that's not the fun part you know where you gotta <laughs> but, deal with you know but we'll get into that that's, but the uh, so again the counting for for those who don't know you got to pour on the bottom, and and pours are different. Let's face it; some of them you got to get used to. What you really want to do is practice with a bottle with water, count, and and hold put it, it, hold put it pour into with a measure. Well, a lot of people oh, do yeah, that, and the pour comes the, down. The pour, yeah, you got to hold that pour because they don't always fit as tight as you might like. But um, point is, you want to maybe use a shot glass or something, a jigger or something that you know how much it holds. So practice with water. One, two, three, four, five, whatever your your pace. So if, just so we know, an ounce is four counts. Well, that's the th- that's the thing. I mean, test yourself to see if if you're counting. But prop, just but it, normally the, the the math. Yeah. I mean, you know, is is a half ounce that's is the two. Common knowledge, yeah. You know, two count an ounce is four counts. An ounce, you know, two ounces is so eight each counts. each count is a one quarter of an ounce, basically. But so, but you know, you want to try it. Make sure you're doing it right. Yeah. And make sure your pourer is doing what you think it is. So it's. I, let me. I'd normally do a five count, and maybe it's a little slow. Pay one, two, three, four, five, and that's probably for all the people go out when you go out to the bar. Watch people yeah, pour. Yeah. Next time you go out and just count and in you your might, head while the yeah, bar- you, you might not realize this, but every time a bartender is pouring you a drink, he's doing that in his head every time. And the ones that don't are the ones that that are killing your drink because they're pouring so much booze in it, where it's just it's not or even not enough, food. or well, some of them measure some yeah. of the. Some even have, if you go to an airport or whatever, some you know, they have the pre-measured ones where it cuts it off. I hate that. <laughs> it's just so, it's like not real, you know. It's not not authentic bartending yeah. to me. <laughs> machine. It's a machine, yeah. yeah. And you know why the why the house is doing it yeah. because they want every drink board the same and they want to be able to account for it. Sure. Because it can be a free-for-all, man. You know, if you're free-pouring, the establishment is putting a lot of faith in you to do it properly, to do it correctly. To pour the right amount you know? at an airport. Like I don't want to be next to a guy who just got wasted at the bar and then he's on the plane. Yeah, that's true too. I didn't think of that. <laughs> but they, but with those machines, they can yeah. they can account for every drink yeah. who poured it, you know, which bartender did it, and make sure it's rung up and all that. But it's like I said, it's not it's not real. 
<laughs> to me. <laughs> but like I was starting to say, the, the, the house is putting a lot of faith in you to pour properly, charge for every one of those drinks, and make sure people aren't getting too wasted and make sure they're going to come back, you know, that their drink is strong enough for them, that they, they will come back the next time. So that's a lot of responsibility, too. You have the responsibility to your guests to make sure they don't get out of control. You have responsibility to the, to the house, to the place you work for, to make sure they're they're making money. Their liability is not going to be an issue <laughs> with people no, driving I mean, when very, they leave the place. It's what you're saying. So there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot to it. Uh, it's fun, but you got to, like I said, we'll definitely cover this, but when you get someone out of control, it can, it's probably yeah, the legal, worst times I've had behind a bar is when people got out of control. And they came into the bar out of control, and I had right. to deal with them, and it's just... Oh, that's the worst. And that's where experience comes in, but it's, you know, you, you got to always pour responsibly, and drinking's a privilege, and if you're ever in a jam, you got to always reach out to the senior bartender or the manager. Yeah. You use your you judgment. Wanna... You got to cut somebody off. You cut them off. Yeah. Well, we said we were going to save yeah. that for another time, but there's a lot to that. Well, we'll, we'll come back to that another time. So, uh, we talked about counting a little bit and uh anything else you want to add about counting i mean it's really no, it's really key it. i we had there was one time it was so so busy and the the manager sent a waitress behind the bar she, she'd never been behind the bar ever except to pour soda you know and um she was so nervous and she was she was freaking out she didn't know what to do and I, like i said it was busy man and um i'm like here's what you need to know about bartending count one two three four Five done. Yeah. I mean that is that's key to bartending. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's nothing more important to me yeah. uh, about when you're first learning. Like a Jack and Coke, one, two, you know, three, yeah. and boom, one, and two, three, finish and, top. And of you know what's cool about that too? You can actually do both at the same time. I don't know if you do that, but I, yeah. I'm Put with Jack. Glass, and, yeah. yeah, Jack and Coke. You're pouring the you're pouring the liquor. You got the bottle upside down, like I said, one, two, and at the same time you got the soda gun. You're putting the uh, the the soda in the the Pepsi or the Coke. So it's you're doing both at the same time, multitasking all the time. But it that's it's it saves you time. It looks cool, gets the job done faster. Or you can move on to the next drink. And when you're making multiple drinks, that's something I want to talk about too. How, oh, how holding you, the bottles like two bottles, like a yeah. little iced tea. You boom boom. Yeah. Or also the thing about when you get four drinks, five drinks to make at a time. How do you? Um, you want to talk about that now or another time? What's that? The, well, if, if somebody comes up, I need um. Two Jack, two Jack and Cokes, a Budweiser, a Chardonnay, and a um, Amaretto Sour. Now, how are you going to remember that? How do, well, you, how mean, do you do it? I, you know, I tell. Listen, that's good. I tell the waitress three at a time with me. But it's a, the guests. The guests will walk up and well, do I that. mean, and, I do, and you can tell them to slow down. Yeah, that's I mean, fine. for me, I mean, for me. I've always done, and it's a great way to laugh. I tell them my ADD kicked in, yeah. they, and they, they laugh. I mean, yeah, I, I no, it's, more... it's 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 not a problem, but I I, I mean, I try to do no, it. No, it's more impressive when you can remember yeah, someone far. So let me tell you what I do. I go first of all, left to right, always. The first, what did I say? Two Jack and Cokes, right? Yeah. From left, from my left to right, I'm gonna put two highball glasses there. Yeah. So I know these are just things that are gonna trigger my memory when I go back to make them. I don't put any ice in them, nothing yet. Yeah. I just set it up on my on my bar mat. Two highball glasses. Next, um, Budweiser. Beer glass goes yeah. next. Goes next. Left to right. Next, uh, Chardonnay. Wine glass goes. Yeah. And then the third one was Amaretto Sour. Yeah. I'm going to put another highball glass there. So now I'm going to go. Now I'm going to start filling the ones that need ice with ice. Yeah. Two Jack and Cokes. I would do what what I just yeah. said. I would make them one at a time, but but have the the liquor bottle and the soda gun at the same time. Boom, boom. You got the glass so close together, you don't even have to stop pouring, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they just carry it over. Yeah, yeah, just move it over. You spill a little bit, well, it happens. And uh, 
So next was the, the wine or whatever, you fill that up. But these are just the memory triggers. I put the glasses up there and always do things the same way. So I go left to right. Yeah. Now, again, what if it was, let's say, the first two were a, a seven and seven and a um, bucket cranberry, right? So now I remember the very first one was my seven, seven. My left hand, I always start with the left, is going to grab the bottle of seven, Seagram mm-hmm. seven. And the right hand is going to grab the vodka. So now I can pour those two at the same time. One, two, three, four, five. Put them back where they go, you know. So always left to right. That's how I do it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean that's and that's what that's great. And that's everyone's gonna have their own style. And we encourage that. What's your yeah. style? Yeah, what's you got to find your own. But if you're just getting started, you know, that's this is something you'll you might find wanna, your you style. What what you're good at. For yeah. me, I, when someone comes up, I, you know, I I'll hit, say three drinks. I'll throw in the ADD line and then tell the customer. You know, just get to know the customer because I'm working the tip. I'm yeah. keeping it real, and like we all are. But I, I'm just I'm hustling behind the bar, and I want to make money. And mm-hmm. comedy for me is is my uh, yeah. help. Not comedy, well, but just you know being a little depending witty, how quick. busy it is. Sometimes, I mean, I'm not saying that's that's bad, or I think it's great, and it's true. Depending on how busy it is, though, once in a while, what you need to do is get through everybody quickly to make money. You know what I'm saying? If it's that busy, you're gonna make more money by making more drinks. And I've seen you work. And you've seen me work, and it, yeah. if I remember one time uh, they, they, uh, they, they counted our drinks. Remember that time with the other bartenders, mm-hmm. and you were we were like for every like we were like up to fifty drinks, uh-huh. and there was the two. I'm not going to name names. There were like eleven. Yeah, we, you know what I mean. So it's just like our your system does work. I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, you know, and whenever you know, and, and it's to the point where you know when we work together, we make money because it's yeah. quick, it's flowing, and yeah, you got a system, party. and you keep the you you keep the same system, and and, it, and it's a good party when when things are going well. You don't want things slowing down to a crawl. Nah. So yeah, well, we had that that word synergy. That's a good that's a good word. I like that. <laughs> the force. So. Go with the force. All right. What do we got next? Um, let's let's get right. To, let's go. Uh, we're gonna take you guys on a little trip to experience bartenders and to bartenders that have been in the uh, game a long time. And uh, both you and I, Vince, suffer from this, and it's called tip rage. And um, I'm gonna really just speak my mind with this because I really am passionate about this. Um, for the last eight years, I've worked in the uh, catering hall. So a lot of, uh, I do big events and a lot of it is, majority of it is open bars. And I have to tell you something. If you don't tip at an open bar, I don't like you. Straight up. I mean, honestly, I, I, I just, I don't fucking like you. And you're, I mean, you need to get your shit in check because that is obnoxious and that's how I feel. It's nothing personal, but you should be ashamed of yourself that you come to an open bar and you're drinking Grey Goose martinis, you're drinking pina coladas, you're drinking mimosas, bellinis, and you're not tipping. It makes me sick at an open bar. That it's free booze. That if you were going out on the town, you would at least have two hundred dollar bar tab. Well, yeah. They if they come up and you're ordering, like you say, a martini and did this and that. Let's say four. Let's say four drinks. Oh. You're talking about at least thirty dollars in Manhattan. You're talking about fifty dollars for that round of drinks. And so fifty dollars, you should be leaving. You should be thinking about leaving a ten dollar tip on a fifty dollar tab, right? I mean, yeah, but it's just it's, it's and and you'll get some people who don't. Tip at all? Tip anything. All my years working in nightclubs, bars, restaurants, even I never remember people stiffing you on tips like this. It's weird. Yeah. And I hundred percent agree with you that people need to be tipping at an open bar. But I also can understand the other side of the 
coin because people might assume they're they're invited to an open bar that the bartenders are taken care of. Well, and it, that's a misconception because it's not true. But unfortunately, well, I tell you what, years and years and years ago, I used to work for an offsite caterer, and I would get twenty five dollars an hour, and it was a long time ago. You know, and any tips were gravy. So I think people might assume wrongly that uh, the host is taking care of us, yeah. and. Like we said earlier in the previous podcast, I guess we said something about if you're the one running that party, you want happy bartenders, you should be taking care of them yeah. in the very beginning of the party. Because yeah. if you want a good party, we're important to that. Ladies, who, <laughs> you guys planning a wedding, tip your bartender before the event. I'm telling you, it'll be a yeah. monumental experience. Yep. All the, all, I've done many <laughs> weddings where the bride has come up and just... Through us, not even a lot, but through each bartender or twenty or whatever. Yeah. I got to tell you, on top of the tips, but she started the night off right. Yep, it was. It's the best experience because at any event, we said this before, it's the DJ and it's the bartender yeah. that makes the event mm-hmm. great. And they'll offer you if you're. Well, if we're gonna stick with the wedding thing, they'll they'll offer you. They'll say, if you don't want tip cups on the bar, it's gonna cost you an extra or whatever, hundred dollars per bartender. But now the bartenders are getting that uh, maybe in their check, hopefully the next week. And it's not it's not the same. You're, you're better off going up, like Vano said, 20, 20, 20, yeah. all down the line. And uh, that's going to make everybody happy. And Vince, you said something that maybe people have this perception that uh, maybe tips are taken care of. Hopefully with this podcast, we'll expose that's not the case. <laughs> and if you're going to an open bar and you're going to drink like that and be demanding and want all this, tip. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna drink like a player, drink like a baller, tip yeah. like one. Then you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I know. Don't come with me because it really irks me. Is is that you got cheap, obnoxious people that just? I mean, you just want to you know, keep, you know, it just yeah, it's a good I, karma. It's, it, it unfortunately it's a shame because they come and maybe they had to travel to get to this wedding. They have to give a cash gift. Maybe the lady bought a five hundred dollar dress to go to the wedding, and maybe they. Uh, Maybe they uh, they're staying at a hotel. It's not not a cheap thing uh, going to a, a wedding these days. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like you said, just so you. I know, mean, a couple of bucks. That's what we're saying. You know, yeah. I got to pay the toll on the way home. You yeah, know what I mean? we got to pay the gas to get there. So, like you said, it's gonna make everybody it's tip happy. rich, folks. It's this is a real. Uh, you don't want you don't want angry bartenders at your party. You want happy bartenders. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then we got what we call the uh, the compliment tipper that just says thank you. And uh, you're great. And thank you. You're fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you're great. You're the greatest bartender. You're, you're the great. And you know what? That doesn't pay the fucking toll on the way home. That doesn't thank you. Doesn't get me a free meal when I go to uh, Subway. So I'm just telling you another thing. It's just when you're bartending a long time, you get perceptions. And you, you talk about this. Um, well, there's uh well before we move before we move on just a little bit more more on how to, now how to how to encourage tipping so there might be I think we might have talked about this in the first podcast but but if if somebody if people aren't tipping me well and then one guy does tip me well That's I'm it. gonna say it's so he loud. parted the seas man I'm gonna say thank you so loud that everybody at that bar hears it you get it <laughs> you <laughs> and, get it and you're I went to one bar and um and uh where was I uh. 
Maryland, and they had a, they had a bell behind the bar. When somebody leaves the big tip, they go ding ding ding, and then they throw it in the you know the, how they hang the bucket. Sometimes they hang the bucket up, and they'll throw that twenty dollar bill in the bucket, and they'll ring the bell, ding ding ding. <laughs> so that that's the effect I'm trying to create by saying thank you really loud. And uh, and bar- it makes people think, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you want to appeal to the to people's ego, and that's something. And when you tip. You know what? I I reciprocate with yeah. your drinks. Yeah. You know, giving you that undivided attention, making you stand out, and people are like, "Wow!" And it's just, it's it's just a good, it's good karma. It's yeah. Good absolutely. ping pong back and forth. That's why we're there to make to make money. So remember that. But uh, well, it's not necessarily aimed at people uh, who go to bars. But I think I think I think our podcast makes sense actually for people to go to bars. And, yeah. To get, I mean, uh, if you want to, you know, even if you're not looking to be a bartender, most bartenders are doing this as a second job to, to survive. Yeah. And, you know, they're just looking to make extra money and that extra money helps their families eat, maybe take their kid to Little League or whatever. You know, it's just right. we're trying to survive and <laughs> telling me thank you, act like you're going to tip me and then I make you the drink and then you walk away and to head fake me out. Like, you know, so <laughs> what, do you, what do you call it? The reach? When people are. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, me. they reach. The, so somebody will come up to the bar, they'll be fiddling around in their pocket or whatever while you're making the drink because they're they're they know you're gonna make them a better drink if they if they tip you. And then when they're done, they take their hand out of the pocket, never put the money, never put any money on the bar. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, uh, I had a funny thing happen the other day. It was it was it was a good party. People were tipping really well. And um, this lady comes up and she she ordered a bunch of drinks, and and I'm making them. And then, so I see her, I, I, I'm finished making the drinks and I turn around and I see her taking money out of the cup and I'm like, that's it. You are so cut off. She's like, no, no, you don't understand. I put the money in, but you had your back turned. I wanted to put it in when you saw. So I took it out, but I, I put it in and then I took it out. And it was funny because somebody had just put a 10 in a cup, but it was the one next to it. So I thought, I thought, I thought it was that 10 that somebody yeah. had just given me yeah. that she had taken out, but she's and then she, so I looked in the other cup and the 10 was still there. Plus her trend now, because she she just wanted me to see, and she was doing the right thing, <laughs> wanting me to see that she was giving leaving a good tip. But but all I saw was her taking it out, <laughs> and I was like, and then I was so embarrassed because I was like, oh, thank you so much. You know, she's she's doing the right thing. She's tipping, leaving a good tip, and then I'm telling her you're cut yeah. off in front of all her friends. But but it worked out good. And then the next time she came back to the bar, I'm like, how's my favorite customer? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I just want to say I watched this guy one time, Vince, where some kid robbed the tip cup. Oh my god. He shut the whole oh, fucking man. Part, and it was a wedding. Oh, he shut the fucking wedding down. Like, he told it. everybody they're not drinking. Bars closed. And then they found the kid who took the money and they put it back. But you know, he wasn't even authorized to do this. He just no. said, "That's it. The wedding's done. No one's getting any booze. Where's my fucking money?" The, the whole cup was gone. I mean, they didn't even take the money out of the cup. They took the whole oh, cup. Man. They brought the kid no, back. We <laughs> what? No, we never found it. Yeah, never no, found they brought it. the kid back. Oh, they did. Oh, I didn't even remember that part. But you were like a lunatic. He shut I was, it down. I had, and yeah. said, that's it. Nobody's getting nothing. That was beyond tip rage, man. I was like, see, what, what's the expression when it's seeing red? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and these people were maniacs. So it was, yeah, I, I forgot about that. That's funny. Like, he's talking about, well, you know, people come in from out of town and they don't have money. I watched this guy shut a fucking wedding down, man, because they robbed six dollars from him. Was, they weren't tipping that good no, to begin was, with, yeah. and then now they're going to take my money away from me. Oh, that they, was great. No one gets nothing. <laughs> the people like, crying. He's like, nothing. Where's my fucking money? I told the matter. I'm like, that's it. The bar's closed. He's like, you can't do that. <laughs> I did it already. He said, he said, I don't want to riot here. Oh. Open the bar. It, it was all. How many? It was like 800 people. I know. It's huge. It was Shit. huge. <laughs> 
I like that. That was oh great. I've seen you do that, man. And uh, we talked about the reach where they act like they're going to tip you. And uh, uh, what I hate more than anything is um, when I have someone come up to me and they tell me that they're a bartender or they're a former bartender and we're talking and no money is being tipped. Yeah. I got to tell you something. A rule between bartenders is bartenders don't tell bartenders they're bartenders yeah. when they go out. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Yeah, Maybe at weird. the end when they close out. You yeah. you could tell a bartender, by the way, they tip. Well, so, yeah. And if you want, if you're gonna mention it, now you got to tip really big. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, you know, hate that, and it sickens me. And you are another person. I don't. I, this is not summer camp. I'm not looking to make friends. If you tell me you're, I'm just keeping it real, folks. If you're a fucking bartender and you're telling me you're a bartender, and now I'm on my fifth drink and I haven't seen squat from you, go fly a kite. I really don't want to talk to you. <laughs> blah blah blah. And there was a girl one time that she uh, came up to the bar. She's telling me she's a bartender and and. Throughout the whole night, she keeps coming back, and she said to me, "True story." She said, "So, what do you? What's the most you like about bartending?" I go, "Wow, that's a good question." I go, "When I get fucking tip," and she goes, "Wow, is that a hint?" I go, "Yeah, it's a hint." So she comes back, she hands me a twenty, and I'm just, you know, I had to break it down for her. I said, "Listen, you got to be careful with that. You don't, you don't do it. There's certain things you do as a bartender, and it's just, it's funny, but uh, tip rage is a serious thing." It's comedy among bartenders, but you know when you work hard and you you know you're coming from your second job, yeah. And you you, you know you worked eight hours now you're gonna go do an event, yeah. You know you you rely on that and uh, it's just a little comedy and it's it's really what what the bartenders think a lot of them. So we're talking about our customers and we we do love them, even when they well, I'm not gonna say even when they don't tip us, but we all love our customers, and we if you think about it, in the hospitality business as we call it. Your customers, every business has a different name for them. Your customers are your guests. And I think that's important that you remember that and treat them as guests. And I think I think every business should call their customers guests, really. Uh, you know, it, it, with a doctor, you're called a patient, right? But And they treat you like crap. But if, you t- if every business would call their customers guests and think of it that way, the world would be a better place and the customers would be happier. So, or our guests, as we call them. So uh, I think, I think it's, you it's, need some theme music with this. This is this is deep, man. Hallmark. Uh, I'm getting too sappy. You're saying? No, no, it's good. I mean, it's true. I mean, it's. I mean, we're. I I, I agree with you. It's not that I I just I don't but there, hate the guests. You know, it's, but it's like you, it's like a guest in your home. I've watched this ra- rise over the years. In the last six years, that people are becoming non-tippers, and it's just freaking me out. And I want to, you know. This mission we have is to say, hey, listen, snap out of it, jerk off. You're yeah. at an open bar tip. But yeah, even whether it's open bar or it's a cash bar or it's a local bar yeah. or it's a catering hall or it's a nightclub, you, you got to remember they're the ones spending the money and they're, they're there to have a good time. They're, they want to have a good time. You should have a good time. Everybody should have a good yeah. time. And you want to treat them with a with a certain respect and, they, and they'll pick up on that. And then that's how you'll make more money because if you, if you treat them right, they'll, they should treat you right too. Well, you you hope you know, but you know we. Well, can, you gotta you gotta look at it that way and assume they they'll yeah, do the I mean, right listen, thing. Yeah, I mean, listen, you're gonna you're gonna have more bad gigs than you're gonna have good gigs. That's just a rule of thumb. You know, when I mean bad, where well, you're gonna just break even, but you gotta roll the flow and you gotta have thick skin. And how I'm talking right now, I've never really talked like this behind the bar. This is yeah. just how I yeah. feel. <laughs> this is what I'm you're bra- thinking behind the this bar. This is what I'm. This is what I'm thinking. I've never. <laughs> what we're talking about in private. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm <laughs> having. I'm, I'm a he-man right now, talking about this like me, Grimlock man. I I just take it, and you know, I don't even say anything. But right. this is just my. You know, I, I could be brave now because I'm just saying this as my opinion. But there's many times where you just got to grin and bear. You make an excellent point. I mean, but 
if someone's listening, maybe it changes their ways, and they, they say, you know, maybe I'll throw a dollar for every drink or whatever. <laughs> well, my my point is, as the, as the bartender, you want to really take care of people. You know, I like sure. I like having uh, people in my house. I'm, you know, I like to cook stuff and and make drinks for everybody and make everybody have a good time. Yeah. And that and that's the, I guess that that uh, the rush. Yeah, it's a good that, feeling. That trait is what makes me a good bartender too. I think because yeah. your 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 guests come in. And you, you show them a good time, and you make them feel at home. And, and, and people pick up on that. They know that. Yeah. You know? We've been talking a lot about open bar here today, but of course, most of the time you're dealing with money. And I think it's important when you're in that situation, you, we're multitasking all the time, right? We're doing different things all at the same time. But when you're handling the money, you got to kind of focus on that task, or kind of. You got to 100% focus on that task, because you don't want to screw that up, uh, whether it's running a credit card or ringing stuff up or making change for somebody because in the end, if you make a mistake, uh, you're going to probably end up, it's going to come out of your tips. Tips? Fired? Yeah, get fired, you know, right? You get embarrassed. <laughs> I, when I first, I mean, that's that's an excellent point. I mean, uh, I brought calculators with me because a lot yeah. of the dr- registers you get are old and it doesn't give you the exact change. And when you're on the pressure, especially when you're starting new, yeah, and you gotta, you know, someone's and you're ordering, anxious to please, and somebody else is ordering, you could screw yeah. that up. And then if you're, if someone thinks you're cheating the money, yeah, and they they'll let you know, and people see it, and then they get yeah. nervous. So I, what I do is, I, you know, I carry a calculator, and that for those situations, it makes it easier because it's, uh, yeah. it gets a little crazy sometimes. The drinks are different. It's like this is three seventy five. That's five, you know. And when it's whole yeah. dollars, it's easy. I know a lot of places now the big point of sale system, so it's it's not like you have to edit up in your head all the time, but. Um, I think, um, like I said, do things the same way every time. Give yourself a system. The the second you finish making that drink, go put it in the point of sale system. Do it, whatever your system is. Don't forget to put it in there because now, if you got to go back later and try to remember, did I charge for that one yet? Or are they on the second round, third round? And I, I didn't even start yet. You're gonna mess up, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be a real problem. So. Anyway, we don't want to end on a down note. What do we got positive to say? Uh, positive is, uh, you know, support the show, uh, memorize the drinks, and uh, have fun. Just thank, you know, th- thanks have for fun keeping and make it money. real. That's it. Have fun yeah. and make money behind the bar. That's, Get the money. That's, that's why we do it. That's it. Both of those reasons. All right. Well, uh, Vince here. Once again, it's Barkeep Tips at Twitter and vince.bartender at gmail.com. And uh, Vance Vano at Vance. You can reach me at Twitter, capital V-A-N-C-E, capital V-A-N-O. And you can reach me uh, through email, uh, bartender222, gmail.com. All right. Well, do us a favor. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Leave us some comments and uh, ratings, five stars, please. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. <laughs>